mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter of a mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is, performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Josh from Legacy Automotive, Ridgeline Auto Brokers in Boulder. Justin as well. Appreciate both of them helping out today. If you guys ever need anything, by the way, uh, Legacy is our shop up on the north end of town. And then Ridgeline Auto Brokers as well. If you're looking for a newer used car, uh, they should say a new used car, or you're looking to trade up, trade down, they can help you with all of that as well. Ridgeline Auto Brokers. Dot com. All right, Wayne, getting back to you on tire sensors. So uh, for everybody maybe that just tuned in, you've got a, in this case, a 08 Suburban with a 6-liter tire sensors. And before you left, you said you had changed them. Uh, make sure that I'm correct on well, that. When I bought new tires for it, uh, discount tire sit, uh, you know, the idiot light was on on the dash. Right. The, the, the readout w- was only showing uh, a pressure on one tire. So I, I said, go ahead and replace all four of them since I was getting new tires anyway. Okay. And, but uh, now it shows um, the pressure on each one of the four tires, but the idiot light's not out. And they said I needed to take it to the Chevy dealer and have the computer reflashed or something. So I, no. I took the Suburban in for a um, um, uh, recall on the airbag. And uh, I said, well, while you have it in there, go ahead and reflash the computer to fix the uh TPS sensor light on the dash, and they said that this is the Chevy dealer in Castle Rock, and they said they, said they wouldn't reflash it unless I put in factory sensors. So I'm still stuck with an idiot light on the dash. Well, those aftermarket factory sensors may not be talking to the car, or that fourth one may have died. Well, it, once again, if I, if I uh, uh, turn on the readout, it shows... Uh, the pressure on each one of the tires, and it's accurate. I've checked it with an air gauge. Okay. Mm. So here's, here's what needs to happen. Somebody needs to read the code in the TPS, TPMS module. There's a code, and that's why that light is staying on. There's some sort of fault. And usually the fault is where the, the sensors, even though you see the pressure, they're in the wrong position. GM are, is really specific about position. Left, front, right, Left, front, right, exactly, right, etc. Entire position. Sure. So it probably has a code for the sensor being in the wrong position, which will make the light, the tire pressure light stay on, even though you see a reading. And that's why I think that light's on. Somebody just needs to go in, read the code, see what and the computer it. says is wrong. I doubt there's a reflash because I don't, no, I've never done not a, that a reflash on a whole anyways. GM for no. tire pressure monitors. No. Who can do that work? The Extreme. I talk to can't do that. Extreme can do that. They've even got uh, the factory scan Parker, tool right? to do that for you, so that's easy. Okay, then Extreme's in Parker? Yep. Okay, that's not far from me. Nope, All they right, can do that's that. That's what I needed. Yep, they can do that for you, Wayne. No, appreciate it very much. Great phone call, and thank you for that. And, yes, those can be very irritating is probably the best way to say that. Uh, lines open, 303-477-5600. Rick and Centennial, you're next. Hello, sir. Good to talk to you today. You too, That's Rick. Thank you. Today. Um, I got a question for you on a, uh, a recently purchased 
um, really cool 68 Mercury Cougar. Okay. A whole lot of fun to drive. Uh, sometime in its history, uh, had a cracked block. They replaced the 302 okay. uh, with a fresh one. But in the process of that, they eliminated the air conditioner. I okay. suspect they were just looking for some extra horsepower. Um, but I'd like to restore it and put that back in there. And I have no idea where to begin looking for either an aftermarket or an OEM air conditioning, the, the whole thing. So so it, let me make sure that I'm clear. It had AC at one time as a 68 Cougar? It did. Okay, yeah, so it's got the right air box uh, and all that. So what's left on the car as far as the original AC? Does it have you know, condenser? Does it have the compressor? No. Or is all that gone? There's nothing. Yeah, uh, all that's gone. Is there any... Is there any um, uh, anything coming out of the air box? In other words, uh, is the evaporator still in the air box? Do you know? Ooh, I'm not sure. Is there two aluminum, you know, sticks basically coming out of the air box or no? Oh, on the dash? Yeah. No, I, on the inside of the engine compartment oh. going into the dash, where like the heater core area would be. Is there any pipes coming out, aluminum pipes coming out that would look like they're going to a, uh, an evaporator? Oh, there might be. I'm not sure. I mean, that would, I mean, that would help. I mean, it just kind of tells us what's yeah. there, what's not there. You should be able to still buy I, Napa, maybe. That's probably where I would start just to see, do they have any components left? You're going to need, of course, everything. So you need compressor, condenser, hoses, dryer, the whole nine yards, and you just have to start piecing everything together. You won't buy a yeah. kit. You'll have to just buy it piece by piece on that car. Okay. Or other option is go find a used one that maybe somebody's you know got that they're parting out. You can always go to car-parts.com and look up the parts for the car that way and see if there's any salvage yards nationwide that are willing to ship you things. eBay ends up being another source where you can go and look and see if anybody's got all the componentry there, even piece by piece, Rick, for that. And then after that, you got to have somebody you know do all, do all the install on it. What was your other thought, Josh? Vintage Air. I was just on Vintage Air's website. I don't see a kit for Vintage Air as far as the actual kit goes, but can you buy the componentry for it, Josh? I don't know. I'm looking at a Mustang. They don't show the Cougar, but yeah, the Mustang is basically the same thing. So, And they like have a kit for the Mustang. Thing. So you so. could just buy a kit from Vintage Air. Okay. Great. And that's VintageAir.com for guys, for a lot of you. Now, in their case, it's going to have... A lot of componentry that you may already have, i.e. Vintage Air, is a complete kit. It's got air box, venting, the whole nine yards. You won't need, of course, all of that, and it'll be more... I shouldn't say that. It may not be any more money than buying it piece by piece. I would personally start looking at car-parts.com on the used site or eBay first just to see if you can buy any of the components first. If not, then go to someplace like Vintage Air. The only problem I always have with that is there's always some little component you don't know is there, and they threw away, and that's it, was, true. It, it never failed. So that's yep. always the hardest part. So you got to do a lot of research on this one for what okay. what exactly every component that was on that car. But okay. Now, the other thing to look at, and I, I'm not a Ford guy. If it was a Chevy thing, I could even send you to some websites that do some of the old vintage Chevy stuff, and and there's probably componentry made. You'll have to look and see. There might be some older Ford websites, or not websites for older Fords that are selling some of those new components because, again, it's it's common with some of the other vehicles that are out there, as Josh just said. So I guarantee you their parts are there. You're just going to do a little research on finding them. Okay. 
And, and again, I, that is not one of those things. You know, if it was a if it was a GM, I could tell you more along those lines. And a lot of that stuff is still made on that side of the aisle. But I, I guarantee you, you can find parts. You're just going to have to do some digging to find it. Okay. Okay. Very good. Well, thanks for your help, sir. And and to Josh's point. Now, here's the other thing I would do to his to Josh's point. I think even before looking for all of the parts. See if you can find either online or library with a book. If you can find out all of the parts listing, you know, breakdown, you know, get a, get an illustration of all of the parts necessary to get that up and running, and then make yourself either take a picture of it or make a list and start putting together. I need this hose. I need this O ring. I need this. What I mean, all of those little things combined. I need this switch. I need this bracket. I need this belt. I mean, all the way down the line, Rick, get it all all written out so you get everything you need. And the other thing is, remember, okay. Mustang, Cougar, Falcon, Comet, they were all had a lot of common parts in those years. Right. So you yeah. don't just need to look at a Cougar. It might be living there in a Falcon or a Comet or something. Now, of that year. Yeah. I found one website that does old Ford parts, as we were talking. It's Tasca, T-A-S-C-A, TascaParts.com, that does factory original Ford parts. Oh, so those are... Uh uh, new ones or yeah, they, these will most likely be like retro type parts where somebody's making these once again. Yes, and, and again, oh, I'm kind okay. of I'm kind of thumbing through here, and they've got a lot of original Ford factory parts from. I mean, you pretty much name it; they've got it. Door panels to actuators to moldings to. I haven't seen AC stuff, but I've just started scrolling through, so I didn't get that far yet. Okay, I'd be more inclined to to go with a a complete kit. Like you're, 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 unless you air. do like a vintage air, which will be, I just want to make sure you're, you're aware, the vintage air kit is not an OEM kit. It's what they piece together to where you can retrofit a Cougar with no air or a Mustang with no air, but it's not the exact same as the factory air the car came with. Oh, I see. So you can yeah, do the kit, the but it will not be the same as what it came with, is what I need to make sure I'm saying there. Yeah, the advantage there is I won't be so likely to have to go searching off for random parts that uh, I, I didn't know I needed. Uh, true, although <laughs> you know, although I you know, I say all that to say this, you know, sometimes on eBay you get a guy parting a car out, or you get like like my good friend, uh, you know, here locally, Craig Nelson, that you know we we you know he goes out and finds you know barn find you know, parts and pieces and things that people are trying to get rid of, you might be surprised. If you find somebody that's got one they've parted out and they just happen to have all of this stuff kicking around, again, Rick, you just never know in yep. this world. Yep, that's true. Okay. But well, I like the, I'd like the direction you're headed, and I would do the same thing. Yeah, it, it, uh, uh, it, it's a cool car. I'd like to uh, re- restore it as much as possible. So I'm not looking to um, make it a hot rod. I hear you, and I and by the way, I went on eBay, and there is actually some componentry on eBay of what we're talking about as well. For example, there is an original used '67 to '8 Mustang Cougar AC heater box, which, by the way, this one happens to have everything you need, including the evaporator and the line. So again, I don't think this is going to be as hard as you think if you just start roaming around and looking. And year okay. one, too, which used to be a lot of Chevy parts, has brought in a lot of Ford and Mopar. That's and right. I'm just on it right now, and they got all kinds of AC stuff. Yeah, I, so. I don't think you're going to have a problem finding everything you need, Rick. What was the name of that one? Year one? Year one, yep. Is that the number one or spelled out one? It's spelled out one. Okay. Year one. So between, year one. That, com. between that, 
eBay, asking around, looking around. The other thing too, Rick, is find some of the local Ford, you know, Mustang Cougar clubs. Uh, those guys might have some some great info as well. So you've got several options to go through here. Yeah, yeah. As a, as a restoration, this one's going to be a lot of fun. Nice. Good it, job. It, it's definitely drivable in the meantime. Well, so that'll be a lot of fun go. then. Good, good. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you, sir. You're very welcome, Rick. Great rest of your day. I appreciate it. Enjoy yours as well. Randy at Northland, hang tight. We'll come right back and take your call as well. Uh, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Never know how. Whether it's 2 in the afternoon or 2 in the morning, if your vehicle breaks down, it's good to have a reliable business you can call. Like our Napa Auto Care Center. We provide roadside assistance service 24-7 to make sure our valued customers get the help they need as soon as possible. So if you ever need assistance, our Napa Auto Care Center is the best phone call you can make. Just call. We'll be there to help. Find your nearest location at NapaOnline.com. Napa know-how. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured. But you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, You'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. What's in a name? For Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, the name perfectly describes the -the state-of-the-art veterinary medical facility that we trust. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and for over 20 years, trust is why we have chosen Lone Tree Vet for all of our pet's medical needs. They provide a wide variety of medical and surgical services and utilize state-of-the-art methods, protocols, and technology. Whether your pet needs medical, dental, or surgical care, you can trust the medical team at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. We all know that making the decision for our pets to have a medical or surgical procedure is not always an easy one, but at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they understand the hesitation and anxiety that accompany leaving a pet for any type of procedure. Whether it's a spay or neuter surgery, a laparoscopic surgery, or a complex orthopedic surgery, the professional team at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is dedicated to making your pet feel comfortable and special. If your pet needs medical care, call 303-708-8050 today. That's 303-708-8050. And for more information, visit them online at LoneTreeVet.com. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? 
Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Justin, Josh from Ridgeline Auto Brokers and Legacy Automotive. Before I go to Randy, we had a caller call in, Pete, that said we were completely wrong on the suburban wheel sensor issue. And, Pete, I hate to argue with you, but no, you're wrong. When they're all reading and Wayne can see what the pressure readings are and yet the TPMS light is still on, it doesn't know where the sensors are. And back in 08, there was a procedure to go through to have that thing learn where those sensors were, and that, in my opinion, and Josh is correct, needs to be done again, and you can use a scan tool to go in and tell it where these particular sensors are, and that's, again, we don't know. We haven't seen the vehicle, and by the way, Pete, you don't either because you haven't seen the vehicle either. We're guessing that's what it is based upon everything Wayne said, and by the way, the dealer could have done this for Wayne. Uh, they, they have a habit of saying no versus yes. Uh, they could have easily gone in and done this for him. They have all the equipment at their disposal to go in there and do what Wayne needed done but chose not to. So, in turn, we'll have Extreme Auto Repair do it instead because they'll go in, they'll put a scan tool on it, tell it where the sensors are located, and most likely that light will go off. If not, they can look at the, they can look at the computer, the TPMS side, and at least see why is this light on and then handle things from there. We're guessing, I know, because we don't have the vehicle in front of us, but, Josh, I think you have a pretty good guess at what's going on with it. Yeah, exactly. If you... And if you have a light on, there's a code in the system, and that it'll tell you. That sounds exactly like what I've seen a million times with these things. So there you go. So Pete, I'm sorry, you can agree to disagree, but no, you are wrong. And there are certain vehicles that you do have to tell the vehicle where those sensors are, even during a tire rotation. Yes, a lot of the new modern vehicles have the ability when you rotate, it will automatically pick up where you've actually put those sensors. It has that ability to do so based upon distance, okay? Because mm-hmm. it all works off of, like, Bluetooth is probably the best way for me to say that, and it's not exactly Bluetooth, but that's essentially what it's doing. It knows how far away those sensors are, but not back in 08. It didn't know that in 08. No. They weren't that sophisticated in 2008. They weren't. So, Pete, you can call back and come on air even and... And challenge us if you'd like, but make sure you know what you're talking about before you do so. Randy, you're next. Okay, my question's regarding the BG44K. I've uh, read several articles on the Internet. I've looked at lots of reviews, and I'm convinced that it's by far the best fuel injection cleaner you can put in your uh, gas. We we think so. Um, My question is, um, 
I've read some articles that said that if you put that in a full tank of gas, you need to run that gas out as quickly as possible, and you shouldn't leave it in the tank to sit in the tank uh, um, for extended periods of time because it could be corrosive to other yeah, you, you the, uh, to your system. point, Randy, and for everybody listening, when you do 44K, yes, you want to be driving the car routinely. You don't want to just put it in there and then have it go sit for two weeks like we've talked to some of our listeners today. It's not like you got to put that in there and then go drive it for, you know, hours on end to, you know, cycle it through. No, you would just go through your normal driving. If you drive, you know, a tank of gas every week, week and a half, whatever, you'd be fine doing that. But, yes, you do not want to put it in and just have it sit. Okay, and let's say I've got a... Uh an engine that I think it maybe needs more than one treatment. Uh, can I run those in back-to-back tanks, uh, two cans, one after the other? So I've taken uh, a couple BG classes. The way they want you to use that product is they want you to put it in a full tank of gas, and they actually want it to slowly dilute itself over time. They want you using it at an oil change interval. So draining it all out of the tank um if you're driving it every day i wouldn't actually do that i'd, I'd go ahead and you know, go down half a tank and then fill it back up um, but don't do back-to-back services with it okay um yeah i, I think that product is the uh, top of the line uh, and, uh, i uh well, hopefully i'll get good results from it this is the first time i've used it so i'll, I'll see it. it's good product i mean we again we wouldn't let me just say this. I know they're one of our sponsors, but I've been recommending BG stuff long before they actually were a sponsor. I've been using BG, Randy. I mean, I grew up around it. I literally can remember their products from the time I was three, four years of age because of growing up around it. So it's a product that's been around that long. It stood the test of time. They still continue to develop and, and change things and reformulate and so on, and they're one of the best additive companies, I believe, on the planet. Okay, now my other question is uh, the additive that you would use uh, prior to an oil change, uh, is that just to clean the residue out uh, when, you, when you put it, uh, you, I, you, when you put it in the oil, you run it for a little bit, then you drain it all out? Um, that's, that's the EPR product we're talking about for everybody listening, engine performance restoration. Yes, that goes in at the time of an oil change, cold engine. You warm the engine up for about 10 minutes with that product in. Once the engine's warm, you then would drain all the oil out. You don't drive the vehicle, by the way. You just let the engine come up to temperature, then drain all the oil out and perform that service that way. I mean, and technically, what is what exactly is that doing? Uh, releasing all the carbon that's on the Areas that the oil would attach to, so rings, the underside of pistons, uh, any place. It, some will say some of the combustion chamber, but no, because that oil's not getting into the combustion chamber, but it's going to be the bottom side of the rings and things like that. Let's say you've got a car that uses, uh, you know, a quarter to uh, a full quart, a half to a full quart of oil, uh between oil changes, is that the type of product that might help? Uh, it may very well. It, definitely worth trying. You're not going to hurt anything in doing so. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. You are very welcome. Randy, thank you for the questions. I appreciate that very much. Let's squeeze one more in here before the bottom of the hour. Russ, you're up, sir. Hey, how you doing? Good. Um, also, one other thing that BG is good for is uh, 
you got noisy lifters that'll get in there and clean them out. True. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. point. Yeah, I forgot about get, that. Yeah, get them cam lifters. You know, so, any place where we'd have any kind of you know varnish or carbon buildup or anything like that, Russ. Yes, EPR works fabulous in all those areas. Absolutely. Yeah, it's excellent. Yeah, and I've, I just used it on my pickup for the first time, and it made a huge difference. Nice. It. It's, it's twenty years old, so nice. Um, I had a real quick wiring harness question for you. Um, so I sent you a picture of my 65. Um, I got it out of paint. I'm getting ready to start reassembling it. The original wiring harness is crap. Um, it's been cut up a lot. It's been, you know, it's got wet quite a bit. I just, I don't even want to use it. I think it's just going to be nothing but problems. Um, I'm thinking about doing like a hot rod wiring harness in it. Um, just so I have modern fuses plus it's all new wire. Um, and I'm going to put relays in and I'm trying to make sure I got all my bases covered for relays. I'm going to do relays for the headlights. I'm going to put my coil on a relay so I can set up a security system to, to kill the power to the coil. Trying to think of other places where I may need to put relays in. And, uh, I'm looking for a, a little assistance in that. Um, what are you fuel injected? Yeah, just, yep, that was thank you. No, no, I'm just gonna run carb for now. As far as relays go, unless there's a heavy draw that would be coming, you know, into that particular circuit, relays are meant to only how should I say this? It, it's taking the draw down on a particular circuit. So, for example, you know, back in the day, we do a lot of off road lights, Russ. You know, every pair of off road right. lights, because of what they drew. We used a relay for that because then all you're using a circuit for is to turn the relay on and off. The relay was handling the load directly from the battery source. And so the only time you really need a relay is if you've got a heavy draw. For example, window motors, defrosters, windshield wipers, you know, things where there's a big motor in a draw where you don't want to run straight you know, heavy gauge wire to that item and then try to run a heavy enough switch even to handle that. We used relays or still use relays to handle. That's why fuel pumps have a relay. A, you can control it. B, because you're not using the circuit to control all of that power. You're just turning a relay on and off to go to the fuel pump. Right. Yeah. And that's why I'm going to run some pretty heavy halogen bulbs in my headlights. So I'm going to separate that out. That would would be one of those examples. Correct. Um, and I was, so that's why I wasn't sure is like my heater motor, if I'd be better running that through a relay. Yes. At this point, it's heater easy motor, to, he, anything know, with a motor would be a, would be where you'd put a relay, Russ. Okay. Kind of rule okay. of thumb there. If it's a large draw of any kind, a motor is a large draw relay. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like, I'm not running an electric fuel pump, but I'm going to run wiring for one. So if later on down the road, I choose to do that, I'll have the wiring there. Okay. So I'll set up a relay for that. I just won't be active. But, um, yeah, I was just trying to make sure I covered all my bases so I didn't realize later on I messed up. Does it have AC air conditioning? No. Okay. If you want, you know, a relay for the AC compressor, if you're planning on putting air conditioning in, too. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a possibility down the road. Then I would, add uh, Um, to Josh's point, just add a circuit for that now while you're doing it. Yeah, because... It's easy enough to add and, and then just tuck it away. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Instead of rewiring okay. it later. Okay. Appreciate it. Okay. Russ, yeah, no, thank was, you. Uh, all right. Appreciate your No, answer. you're very welcome. Appreciate it very much. Bob, hang tight. We'll come right back to you. Somebody just asked in a text message, do you ever recommend replacing alternators and water pumps as, pre- as preventative maintenance? Our 2016 Cummins is approaching 200,000 miles on both of the originals. 
you know, at 200 on a Cummins, um, I would probably do the alternator, you know, given that you've got that many miles on it and it is a wearable item. As far as the water pump goes, as long as it's tight, it's not loose, you don't see any leaks, I wouldn't necessarily do the water pump. And on that one, by the way, only use a Cummins water pump. Do not use any of the aftermarket gates. Sorry. I know Napa sells gates and all that and typically would say no issues there. But on that Cummins engine, use a Cummins water pump only. Otherwise, you're going to have a failure in the not-too-distant future after replacing it, and it won't be last as long as this one has. So in this case, unless the water pump's loose or leaking, leave it. But as far as alternator goes at 200000 I wouldn't have any problem doing it as a maintenance item. What are your guys' thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's 200000 It's 200000 so it's probably due anytime. I mean, it, it's, it is a item that's got wear it components and brushes wear, and yeah. so on. So, yes, I think I would do that yeah, on that for one. Yeah, for the water pump, I think it's more imperative to get the acidic coolant out yep. of it and get some fresh coolant some conditioner in there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, all right, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere, guys. Hang tight. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. If you have a vehicle breakdown or accident, there's more to being towed than just having a guy with a big truck show up. If a vehicle isn't properly towed, it can make a bad situation worse, damaging your expensive vehicle. That's why our Napa Auto Care Center doesn't trust our valued customers to anyone else. We provide towing services done right 24-7. If you need a tow, call our Napa Auto Care Center. Find your nearest store at NapaOnline.com. Napa know-how! Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? That debt ratio is too high, we can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. And MLS, 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. 
Are you ready to revolutionize your ride? Look no further than Legacy Automotive Boulder, your one-stop destination for all your automotive needs. We're here to take your driving experience to the next level, whether you're an eco-warrior or a diesel enthusiast. We know you love the power and endurance of your diesel engine. At Legacy Automotive Boulder, we speak diesel fluently. Our skilled mechanics have years of experience in diesel service, repairs, and maintenance. From routine checkups to major overhauls, we've got you covered. We'll keep your diesel engine roaring with efficiency and provide you with the exceptional service you deserve. But that's not all. Legacy Automotive Boulder offers a range of services for all types of vehicles. From oil changes to brake repairs, tire rotations to transmission maintenance, we're here to ensure your ride performs at its peak. Our state-of-the-art facility is equipped with the latest diagnostic tools so you can trust our experts to accurately diagnose and fix any issue. And did we mention our commitment to satisfaction? At Legacy Automotive Boulder, we pride ourselves on delivering a five-star experience. From the moment you step through our doors, our friendly staff will greet you with a smile and provide personalized attention. We believe in transparency and integrity so you'll always know what services you need and why your satisfaction is our driving force so why wait experience the legacy automotive difference today just go to legacyautoboulder.com to book an appointment whether you're an ev enthusiast a hybrid aficionado or a diesel devotee we're here to keep you on the road with confidence legacy automotive boulder where expertise meets excellence have you ever thought about owning a classic car hot rod older truck or an out of the norm vehicle Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679, and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. We're back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. And I've had a lot of topics today, but we've had tons and tons of calls. That's fine. We'll take the calls, and I can table what we've got for another day. I may still touch on it here before we end the show, just because I have uh, Josh and Justin both here. But Bob and Thornton, you're next. Go ahead. 
Hi, John. Hey, uh, before I touch on my subject, uh, the guy with the relays, uh, there's lots of places, uh, newer cars. I don't know what year this car was. Uh, he's building a car. This is a like a, I don't want to say a kit car, Bob, but it's an old vintage car that he's re, he's redoing. So he's making us he's making a harness for it. Yeah, the the things to look for nowadays: high beams, horn, uh, four way flashers, uh, fuel pump, uh, side view mirrors, motorized uh, rear window. Defra- yeah, he's defra- not going to have any of that stuff at all. I mean, flashers, yes, but that's of course a flasher itself, which is its own relay. But yeah, he's not going to have any of the rest of that. Okay. All right, let's get back to the uh, TPMS. Uh, I've had, uh, between my wife and I, we haven't had anything but General Motors products, and we've had them since TPMS first came out. Sure. And uh, I always, when I get a rotation or anything, or if I have a, a slow leak in a, any tire issues, I take them to uh, discount tire. And when they do the uh, uh, rotations, I always remind them, and they always do it for me. They have a tool. And they'll go and re-lo- yep. relearn all the That's corners. Right. Thank you, Bob. I mean, I proved our point earlier that, you know, we had caller that called in off air that said we were completely wrong, but you're proving the point. Well, that's GM. I don't know what the No, and you're right. That is GM it is GM it is a GM thing and that's why we told Wayne specifically in his case that's the issue because yes, for those of you listening, other car lines and brands were not the same as an 08 Suburban. To your point, Bob, yes, that's a GM thing. Okay, so I had uh, quite a few years ago I had a uh, a GMC uh, Envoy. Uh-huh. And, uh, I'm sorry. Well, no, I, I only had it for two or three years. It was an okay car, but I mean, whatever. Uh, but, I, you know, I did the rotation and stuff like that, and I had the same issue. Now, that car didn't specifically point out the pressures on the four corners, but I couldn't get the TPMS to go out. And I checked the... Uh, the um, pressure you know mm-hmm. with a gauge and, the, right. and that was fine i took it back over to discount tire and i said well maybe it's time to change these things out and they said no they're fine it's something else guess what it was what the spare tire oh yeah the spare yeah yeah, yeah. you gotta have that one too yeah good point the other things that are there is you've got the receivers and yeah, ultimately a, a body better. control module is that mm-hmm. what what's right. running that system that's right too? good point bob okay yeah no great point no you're right and, and by the way wayne that could be it's worth checking the spare. I'm, I, knowing Wayne, like I know him, I'm sure that's already been double-checked because I know Wayne very well from years and years of being here on air and have met Wayne in person even. So, yeah, I would venture to guess Wayne's already done that. But as a reminder, Wayne, make sure you've checked the spare as well just to make sure that it's it's correct also. Um, but, yeah, um, he just proved our point. Bob just proved our point that on a lot of those earlier GM systems, and he's owned them kind of like me. He's owned them all the way through, and I – I can attest to this as well, because uh, if you're a GM guy that, that's owned some of those, which I did back in that day, everything Josh said is exactly right. You've, you've got to tell that system where they are at. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, and this is just food for thought. Why GM did that, I don't have an answer for. When other companies could do that. Now, I say other companies. They're... There was a period of time where there were a lot of companies, Toyota included, where you still had to go in and tell it where things were at because they all didn't have the sophistication to know where the sensors were going in a tire rotation. A lot of times, though, the reason is you have, you know, the TPMS sensor is a transmitter. Right. You have a receiver. So instead of putting receivers on all four wheels, all four corners, you put it in the middle. Right. So you have one receiver for each side. And it didn't and So it, it, didn't can't know. Ca- it doesn't it, know. It can't all, it, all it knows is I see a signal from this... This one. So 
you know, you go in with the scan tool and you can see it'll tell you right rear has this 16-digit number, and that's the number to hopefully the sensor that's in the right rear. It could be the one in the right front. So that's how you know their position. Is you, you talk to the sensor, it'll tell you what its name is, basically its name, right. as in the 16-digit number. Right. And then you can look in the data stream and see where it thinks it's at. So what if, okay, dumb question, what if you don't know that number on the sensor? Do you just move things around to try to then determine what's going on? The sensor will or tell you its name. Okay. So when you use a, scan, a good scan tool on new sensors, you walk up well, to the new it, ones, and it, yes. and it tells you its name. Gotcha. Even the old ones told you, it's, told you their name. Gotcha. Okay. So, again, Wayne, I'm sure you're still listening. You'll, you'll get this figured out, I know. But, and, Bob, thank you, by the way. You just, re, you, know, you just reaffirmed all the things that we were talking about along those lines as well. All right. We're up against a break. Last break, by the way. I am going to try to talk a little bit before we end the show about the whole salvage title thing and the whole branded title thing. And, and before I do that, I do want to continue on before we go to our next call about the whole bad advice I started off kind of in the first hour. And this was where a fleet, previous fleet maintenance tech was telling somebody on an oil change interval what to do and talked about being, doing, you know, oil testing and knowing on a microscopic level what's the engine doing, which, by the way, isn't the case. You can tell what the oil's doing from the analysis, and then that may give you an indicator of what's sort of like a blood test in your body. Just because a blood test says X doesn't necessarily mean that's what's wrong with your body. You've got to get in as a doctor and then figure out, okay, what's causing this reading? Where is the fault? Where is the problem? An oil analysis is no different. It's not going to tell you, hey, the rings are bad, or hey, you've got number eight you know, rod bearing that's starting to go bad, or you've got number three crank bearing that's going bad. No, it will not get that specific. It can't. It's giving you what's in the oil only. Now you have to determine why is that in the oil and what's causing that as a technician. So he goes on to say, we learned that conventional oil was absolutely fine for 7,500 miles. He is smoking crack. No, it's not. And our equipment was not used gently by the operators. Lots of idling time. Now keep in mind, even in the fleet world, different operators, different machinery. What's the machinery doing? Is it have a load on it, not have a load? There's a lot of other factors here that he's not telling you that come into play when you start looking at these things. So he says, if we pushed it further, we began to see undesirable wear indicators, as I said a moment ago, and reliability began to suffer slightly. We didn't test synthetic oils due to the cost reasons, which I have no idea because the cost of... What he probably is saying is they didn't run synthetic oil because it costs more, therefore they had no testing results. He's not saying the testing for synthetic oil costs more. Again, he didn't explain himself very well here but engine oil analysis results you can find online point to much stronger oil change intervals in fact mobile one synthetic oil advertises they'll guarantee their synthetic oil for twenty-five thousand miles i would Ooh. never go that long on any oil no matter what any company says your mechanic shop wants to change your oil every five thousand miles because it's an easy job and it makes them lots of money that's no, it true. doesn't. That's not true either. Again, he's completely wrong. Oil changes lose most shops money. That's why when I consult with one, I'll even tell them, limit how many oil changes a day you do. Otherwise, you're going to go broke. Yep. Because you can't just live on those. So again, he's completely wrong in this statement. He just says, edit. I need to explain here that the oil change itself isn't a big money maker. They make lots of money on the stuff they try to upsell you on, regardless as to whether you actually need those things or not. 
Many mechanic shops are notoriously shady in their business practices. Again, he's completely wrong in this, and he's never even been in one because he came out of a fleet shop, but yet he's now the quote-unquote expert on oil changes. Again, why you need to be careful what you read on the Internet and how much weight you give it. This is a perfect example of this guy being a 1,000% wrong on almost every single thing he so far said. Your best bet would be to follow your automobile manufacturer's recommendations. Again, wrong. No. Some of these guys will tell you to go 10,000 miles on an oil change. Toyota had many, many problems back in the day from telling people just that, and they should have been changed every 5,000 miles. And in turn, we wiped, literally, the industry wiped out motors because of that. Based upon what the manufacturer said to do. So, no, he's once again wrong. The way you're covered. He says, that way you're covered. Many auto manufacturers have gone to recommending synthetic oils with 10,000-mile intervals for longer oil changes. There's no reason to believe that running the longer oil change intervals as recommended by your automobile manufacturer will cause you any problems. He is smoking crack. He doesn't know what he's talking about, yet he's a quote-unquote expert online telling people what to do with oil changes, and this guy should be banned from the Internet because he's 1,000% wrong. But yet, that's what people ask. These are the answers they get. In this particular case, if somebody takes his advice, they're going to have many more problems down the road. So, Richard and Parker, hang tight. We'll come right back to you. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Okay, your week is crazy. Your local Napa Auto Care Center understands. That's why we're open Saturday and Sunday for your convenience. Get that oil change you've been putting off way too long. Be done with those squeaky brakes that are on your last nerve. We get it. Our Napa Auto Care Center is opened all weekend when you maybe don't have soccer, dance class, or a late meeting at work. Call for a weekend appointment now. We're NapaOnline.com. Napa know-how. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. 
calibrations. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Are you tired of those unsightly sunken concrete areas around your property? Look no further than Raise Tech Concrete Leveling. Proudly serving the Colorado and surrounding communities, we understand the unique challenges posed by clay-rich soils. Does your garage or basement floor show signs of settling? Even those finished basements can experience issues, but don't worry. Our solution can save you both time and money compared to costly replacements. Introducing our revolutionary high-density polyurethane foam injection. We use a DOT-approved formula that's trusted on highways, ensuring top-tier quality for your project. While we can't fix structural issues, we can tackle a wide range of sunken concrete problems. And here's the best part. Our process is quick and hassle-free. Our expert team offers free inspections, taking just about 15 minutes of your time. One great thing is you don't even have to be home for the inspection. We want to ensure your complete satisfaction. Ready to take the first step toward a more even, safe, and beautiful property? Call Chadwick Gardner today at 970-682-5129. That's 970-682-5129. Race Tech Concrete Leveling. Lifting your concrete, lifting your spirits. Don't settle for sunken concrete any longer. Call us now at 970-682-5129. All right, we are back. Last segment, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. The guys from Legacy Automotive and Ridgeline Auto Brokers with us today, Josh and Justin. Appreciate them joining us very much today and helping us out with everything. Richard and Parker, you're next. Go ahead, sir. Yes, sir. I have a 2000 Chevy Silverado, 141,000 miles on it. Uh, 1500 4x4 club cab with an 8 foot bed Okay. and after I after I go about 50-55 miles an hour uh, when I'm on a concrete road bed I'm bouncing on the back end it's like you know bumping up and down uh, a bit sometimes more than others when I'm on asphalt I'm smooth as glass Yep. and I've had tires uh, shocks I had original shocks. I went into KBs, and they seemed to be too tough, so I went back to Delco, AC Delco, yeah. what came from the manufacturer. So I was wondering if it's just the truck. Yep, it's a wheelbase on the truck. I had or, one of those back in the day and had the exact same issues. It's just the wheelbase on that truck, and it's just at the right length to where it hits every one of those cracks just right on the concrete road and about takes your teeth out. A couple sandbags in the back. Might yeah, weight it down a little bit if you could. That might, yeah, or, you know, ice melt, whatever. I mean, just get, you know, I don't know, put a couple hundred pounds in the back, Richard, and see if that doesn't help a little bit. Okay, I will do that. But that Thanks is just a wheelbase much. issue. Owned one of those back in the day and know exactly what you mean. Other than that, it's just a great truck. Yeah, no, they were fabulous. I actually finally actually ended up going to a different truck just because I got tired. And I had, that was back when I was driving up to Fort Collins daily for several months, and that thing just about killed me. Yeah, well, it's it's a lot less than it was, and you know I've got Michelin LTXs on it, and you know it just bounces a bit. And it gets worse when the I'm concrete's like, colder because the cracks are bigger. Oh, really? Oh, okay. yes. Because concrete shrinks okay. and expands like asphalt doesn't. I mean, asphalt does, but it's all one piece. There's no cracks in it because you don't need joints in asphalt like you do concrete. So, yeah, on our colder mornings or as we get into the colder weather, it's worse. Okay. Well, I'll uh, 
I'll put some nice sand tubes back there. There you go. See if I can't smooth it. There you go. Thanks. Richard, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yep, I know exactly what he's talking about. Dave in Denver, you're next. John, I've got a uh, 2019 Camry SE, and I've been changing the oil every 10,000. Should, so should Cut I be that in half. it every five? Yes, you should. Every 5,000. And since we've been going that long, make sure you do the EPR, uh, BG EPR treatment in it to get rid of some of the carbon and stuff that I guarantee you is in it. Yeah, absolutely. If I have it done at a dealer, what, can they put the EPR in, or should I go out and buy that and give it to uh, Where are you at in town, Dave? I'm out uh, south. Well, if you're south, you can either go to Ken Rackley, Toon Tech can do it for you, or Extreme, either one, or Geno's if you're way south. Southwest is Geno's. John, don't forget about their lifetime guarantee on a on a truck or a car that new. Yeah, BG's got a great warranty on that, Dave. Yeah, they'll they'll pr- protect you from engine failure or transmission failure. They'll they'll actually pay you back if if you're using their products. Correct. So that um, I've got a hundred thousand mile warranty on that with the original purchase with uh, Toyota. Would that have any problems? No, nope, the, they'll uh, just coincide with it. Yep, got double coverage now. Yep. So. Um, the uh, the one in Parker probably extreme be extreme I'll take care of you you bet yeah okay okay thanks, guys. Dave no thank you very much I appreciate it. always a great caller thanks for listening each day like you do as well I appreciate that very much Dennis you're next okay oh I missed the majority of your battery segment uh, a battery is probably a year and a half old sits in the mountains in the old sleeper and um it's down, so I want to know if, if when I try to recharge it, if I want to put low amperage to tease it, or do I want to shock it with a higher amperage to get I, it? I always recommend, if you have the time, to low amp. Use low, low amps and just let it sit there for a day or two. Okay. I got more time than that. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I only like to shock them if, you know, I have to get the thing going. But if I have the time, I will just let a battery sit there and trickle charge, as we call it. Okay. All right. Thanks for that. No problem. All righty. All right. Thank, no, Dennis, thank you. Have a great rest of your day. We appreciate it very much. Okay, before we finish it out, we got a couple of minutes left here where I can probably squeeze in a little bit of conversation on this, on this whole, um, in this particular case, there's a dealer group nationwide that sell what they call branded titled vehicles. They're salvage titled vehicles. And, and I will tell you, talked about this again quite extensively on Ready Radio, so for a lot of you listening, if you want to hear the full diatribe I had on this for about a half an hour, just go to ready-radio.com. You can listen to les- yesterday's show, and I have a lot on this because I went through their whole website kind of piece by piece. These guys are even bold enough to tell you that they're bringing vehicles in out of flood-damaged areas and are going through their quote-unquote reconditioning of said flood vehicle and then selling it off. And they've got no problem telling you what they're doing. I will tell you straight up right now, I would never in my entire life ever buy a vehicle that went through a flood. You will go insane with a flood car. I will never do it. They, it depends on the humidity that day, how they act. They will get so weird and they'll have so many gremlins that... If you own one, you will lose your mind owning that car. And There's no way they're putting them back together. No, and, and what what's interesting on here, and this was where you know I, I went through a, a bunch of stuff yesterday, and I've not got a lot of time left, but th- this particular website for this particular group is so misleading 
in what they say. And again, I went through a whole hour almost of this yesterday on Ready Radio that you guys can go back and listen to. But they literally, they're not incorrect in what they're saying in their website, but they're very misleading in what they're saying on the website as to what a quote-unquote branded title is. A branded title is a salvage title. I'll get into more of this maybe next week, but again, if you want to, go listen to ready-radio.com yesterday's episode, and maybe what I'll do is have producer Ann link that from Drive Radio today to yesterday, because we went a whole almost hour on that that I went through on that very subject. Guys, Justin, Josh, thank you guys. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Everybody else do the same. If you're listening to a replay, thank you so much for that as well. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com, email your questions and comments, download previous programs, and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.